Hey, hey, hey. Hi, everybody. How the heck are you? And uh, I hope you're all uh, shoveled out from yesterday's snow. Up in Hugo, we only got about an inch and a half, so it was nothing major. And I'm sure you all are putting on your uh, Christmas decorations, uh, getting them up and uh, getting them out of the totes and having some fun. And I'm sure the animals and all your pets are joining in right behind you going, oh, look at this dangly thing and running from the uh, thing that you press the... uh, you know, like a paw or whatever, and you know it dances and jiggles, and and, the, and all of a sudden the cat and the dog are in the next room. <clears throat> and especially if you, your cat or your dog has never seen Christmas, okay. That you, what you got to do is you got to make sure that you know you keep them safe. Yeah, I know you have your holiday traditions, and oh, geez, I must have this out, and I got to have that out. And you know, there's comes a time that if you want to keep having that tradition and you want to keep having that ornament or that thing uh, every Christmas, that you got to pay attention to the pets that you have. And either where should you put it? Should you put it on the tree? Should you put it up someplace else where you know the dog or the cat can't get to it? Uh, those of you that are getting, we have a Christmas tree farm just north of us up in Hugo. And honest up, Pete, the people coming out with these Christmas trees is like, well, getting live Christmas trees is alive and well. <laughs> yeah. But when you bring that, you know, bring that live Christmas tree and, you know, the smell, there is nothing. There is no better smell. I know. And you can't duplicate it. There is nothing. You get, but, but that smell is also very tantalizing to a dog. Yes. And very tantalizing to a, uh, a cat going, for me, Yeah, that I get to climb it. And so it's, people just don't, they think they can con- get it under control. And all it takes is one time for the cat to get up in that tree and all of a sudden, here comes the tree, or there goes the ornaments, and so you've got to really set up your rules here. And so that's I, we mentioned it. I'll be mentioning it uh, this. I did it last week, but I want to do it again this week because I know there's a lot more people. I haven't got right. mine up yet, you know. And I've got. I had to go to an artificial tree just because we heat with wood, and it just dries those trees. You cannot. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> that pot was drinking maybe every two hours. Yeah. I was filling that pot. <laughs> it was like you know, and my tree just went from literally I cut it down, brought it in the house and uh now i learned something on tv and maybe most people that get live trees realize this you're supposed to saw out off two inches of the base before you put it into your you know holder where the water is two inches because then that yeah. opens up the pores and so the tree can get the water right. it needs you know type thing so anyway so the big thing is is that uh, have you ever had a problem, Carly, with any of your animals in the Christmas tree? Um, no. So I actually didn't really grow up with animals, but when we had animals come over, uh, they were pretty good. Okay. Um, this actually past year, it's funny that you were saying that um, the smell kind of tantalizes yes. the dogs because my older sister, she has a dog, right? Little Bruiser, bruiser. and um, he, uh, we, they were. They just happened to be over at my parents' house when my mom and I were kind of putting up the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had just bought it, so um, very fresh, very yeah, very fresh. Opened it up or whatever, and I kid you not, like we smelt it, and then Bruiser like literally went over, like kind of investigated the water mm-hmm. just to see, hey, maybe do I drink this? Do mm-hmm. I not? What mm-hmm. do I do? Mm-hmm. But, you know, he kept on kind of like seeing, is it going to bite me? Is it going to attack me? Kind of playing with it. But he, you know, because it didn't do anything, obviously, it's a tree. He just kind of left it alone. He was like, okay, fine. I guess we're not playing. That brings up another thing, too, is that there's a lot of things out there chemical-wise to put in the water for the tree to help it make it last longer. Right. And if you have animals, folks, do not use that at all, ever, never. Because, like, you're thinking that, well, no, they're not going to go. They will. And yeah. all it takes is a couple drinks and either you're at small 
small dogs could mean a death sentence. Right. In law, you know, but the, either way, you're going to get your animal dog on sick. I mean, kidneys, liver. So don't put any chemicals if you do have a live tree. But uh, so you saw it. But so you got the tree up. Uh, personally, I'm of the mindset that I create a parameter around the tree. Yeah. That if the dog or the cat is about ready to approach that parameter, whether I use three feet. Yeah. Because I, you know, got a pretty yeah, good size. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's three feet. And so I want them to be worried and scared of that tree that they don't want to go anywhere near that damn right. tree. And so I'll sit with my spray bottle or my shake can, you know, pop can rinsed out, buy pennies in it, take the top of it. And as the dog gets closer to it, then I'll shake the can and go, leave it. Okay. And as soon as they back up, oh, good job. Thank you. And then I'll redirect the dog. Where's your ball? Where's mom? Where, you know, whatever. Redirect the dog. Get the dog away from that. And same now with the cat, you can use, usually cats aren't that sound sensitive, but you can try the shake can or you could try the water bottle, you know, set on stream filled with water. And as the cat goes towards the tree, what I would use with cats, I use the word, you know, like, uh, because they hate that sound. I just go and I, I blast the cat. And then as a cat takes off, great. Thank you. Because you really got to, you have to. And then also when you leave, be mindful. Let's say you're going to the store. Where I, don't be leaving the cat and the dog alone in the house or the Christmas tree. So you put the cat in a separate room, put the dog in a room, you know, or if you can close the Christmas tree room off, you know, do that. But it's really important that you keep, you know, everybody safe. Because also, too, like uh, some of the cats want to play with the dangly things. Right. Or the dogs, you know, grab something or the tree falls over and then breaks stuff and people, the, the dogs and cats step in it. There's just so many hazard to Christmas. And so you've got to really pay attention. So just I would create a parameter around the tree that the dog or the cat gets closer to it. You either use a shake can, you use the, the spray bottle. And so you get them so they will learn to just walk in and ignore that tree and not, not be fascinated by the tree. Yeah. And then also, too, if you have like family heirlooms that you usually hang on the tree, don't do it until you you know for sure the dog or the cat had gotten older and now it's the, it, the tree is no big deal anymore. So in case the t- tree does t- topple, of course, you, one way you can always do that, there's some people that put like an eye hook in the ceiling and then they use like fishing uh, fishing line oh, yeah. and tie the top so that there's less chance huh. for the tree to topple in case the dog or the cat get in the tree. Yeah, and so... Um, so you can, you know, anchor the, or some people I know have uh, tied it, uh, use fishing wire or fishing line, you know, to anchor the tree to like their uh, curtain rods. Oh. So that if in case. So, you, so yeah, so, there's so, a little tension right. on that. Yeah, got yep, it. Yep, okay. Yep, all right. I, there's only one year I had my tree <laughs> fall over and I yeah. have no idea. It must have been spooks in the house. Okay. <laughs> because you know, I'm looking at the tree and I was at the computer and I look over and it looked like the tree was leaning a little. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. But see, I have a problem that the tree, one side of the tree is, is, uh, faces outside, you know, like yeah. the, the picture window. Yeah. And so I have a tendency to put more ornaments on the inside. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> where I can see yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently I put a little bit too many here. Cause I had a couple of heavy ones <laughs> and anyway, all of a sudden I'm, I'm like, I just looked at it and then, you know, so I'm digging around the computer and I, I and for some reason, you know, something catches your yeah. eye and I, it was like slow motion. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like the, a car crash. You just can't look away. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like, bah, bah, yeah. Bah, bah. <laughs> And so then I, I go over there and I go to lift it up and I should have just left it alone. Well, now I started lifting it up. Then it's like, oh, but so then I'm yelling for Will, you yeah. know, to come and help me. I didn't want to put the tree back down again because then I was afraid more things would get broke. Right. And so, yeah, it was crap fest. But anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so pay attention to what you've got. You know, if you're going to string popcorn, some people do that, you know, string popcorn, um, uh, <laughs> that uh, cranberry. That takes so long. Well, that's fine. I, I mean, I, yeah. I can never, I never have that. I don't have that dexterity. <laughs> 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 All the popcorn kernels would break. Yeah. Or the, when they do 
do the cranberries. I couldn't get the needle through the stupid cranberry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so if you hang food on your tree, that's just like saying a beacon come and right. you know, torment the, the, the tree. Come and eat me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and it goes without saying that if you buy presents for the dog and the cat, like catnip for the, the yeah. cat or cat treats or dog treats or whatever, don't you can wrap them, but don't put them under the tree until everybody's sitting around the tree ready to open right. presents. Yeah. Because that dog or that cat's going to go rip that open and now they're in the tree, you know, area type yeah. thing. So you got to pay. Same with food though for people. Like if you buy somebody a fruitcake <laughs> and you wrap it and put it under the tree, right. you know, just because it wasn't meant for the dog, the dog's like, hey, that's mine. Yeah. Uh, candies, uh, usually in um, uh, your tins, those are pretty much okay, yeah. but I wouldn't chance it. So just be mindful of your pets because it's, it is it's just so, so important to keep them safe and then and keep your frustration level because there's nothing worse than now you got to bake the tree up. Or all of a sudden you look and then one of your favorite ornaments is like smashed. Or, you know, the cat had got right. it off yeah. and batted it around and it went into something and, and smashed. And so it's really, really, really important yeah. to, to think of safety for both the dog. But like I said, I just choose the to create a parameter and that's so that the dog or the cat does not walk into that. Now, if you have an iguana or a rabbit, <laughs> I can't help you with that. I would basically say that room is off limits yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I wouldn't know what to do with either one of them if they want to get into that tree. Right. <laughs> and whether it's a real tree or whether it's a fake tree, you know, it's, it's yeah. just, it's something sparkly. You right, know, like, it oh, is. Let's, yeah. go, let's go check that. Yeah. So it is, it is craziness. Well, I'm going to be here. I'm answering your questions. So give a holler to 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. All right, trivia time? Yes, please. Okay, you ready for this? More than 5 billion of these pieces of real estate have been built since 1935. Barbie Dreamhouse, Trump Towers, Lego Bricks, Monopoly Houses. We'll be back. Hello, thanks for spending your Sunday afternoon with me. I'm Katie K9, and the other side of the glass is Carly. So we're going to, got a question, give a holler. We got open line, 651-641-1071. More than 5 billion of these pieces of real estate have been sold, or been built since 1935. Barbie Dream Houses, Trump Towers, Lego Bricks, and Monopoly Houses. Which do you think? Um... I'm going to go with Legos. Oh, it's Monopoly houses. Oh, it is? The key word here would have been pieces of real estate. Oh, real estate. Okay. Yeah. So that, that makes that sense. Yeah, that's it. I was thinking about that. I say, yeah, that would be the thing. But anyway, That makes so, sense. Do you play Monopoly? Um, I have. Uh, uh, I'm not a big fan. It's it's a long game. Yeah, it takes a long time. I know. If I want to hunker in, but then you get, it depends who you're playing with because there's some people that are just so over the Competitive, edge in that game. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. So know? like um, so. my cousins and I, we, or, and my sisters, I guess I should say, we, during our um, holidays, uh, we like to, we like to play games, but we like to play the games that are like Christmas themed. So okay. like we, my cousin one year, she made like a, Christmas charades game. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like cool. we like to play like stuff where like you're teamed up and yep. I mean, it's really fun because we get very competitive with each other, just the cousins versus the cousins. <laughs> so it, it ends up being like, That's no, funny. you did not say that. Well, you know, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but it's well, really fun. Uh, the big uh, game this year, I guess, is um, all the candy and presents wrapped in a cellophane thing. What? Yeah. And so you have uh, oven mitts and you have to try to unwrap the cellophane. And then once you unwrap it, then and that you the whatever prize you unwrap, you keep, and then you pass the ball to the next one. Oh, so you just keep. You, oh, were you okay? Yeah, yep. you just keep wrapping these things in cellophane. Yeah, you know. So then you know. So they, there's different la- layers yeah. to it. Yeah, and then there was unwrapping a Christmas present with uh, oven mitts too. You know, you where you 
you know, you have I just use my Christmas teeth. Present. Yeah, no, you can't use. You can only only use your mittens, your gloves. As you know, you can't do that. <laughs> I would just no use my teeth. teeth. <laughs> yeah, no teeth involved here. So or feet. Oh, <laughs> Some people dang. are pretty crabby. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, give a holler, guys. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Like I said, we got open lines. I know the Vikes are playing right now, and so that uh, you know, everybody's a little. Uh, uh, I guess the Packers lost today to a team that was two and nine. Oh gosh, darn I don't know it! How they did that, but it is what it is. Oh well, okay. And so why we're waiting for callers because we don't have any callers. Yes. So that's why I'd be the first caller, and we'll get you on right away. No holding on the line whatsoever. Uh, now, uh, I've been getting people that've been calling about, you know, they uh, want. Uh, how do you introduce a dog to another dog? You know, let's say uh, your dog and my dog, we want to be friends. The best thing to do is at first you just go for a walk. Whereas that you just go for a walk so that everybody's parallel, everybody's walking in the same direction. That's what the key thing is. And so the dogs kind of look over, glance at each other, and you want a dog, human, dog, human. You don't want the dogs to walk together. And then let's say you're into a couple blocks into it and just kind of look at the dogs, see if they're paying attention to each other or if they're just kind of eh, hanging out. Then, you know, because uh, you just want to slowly do it. Every dog's personality is different. And so that is so important to, to go according to the, per, there is no, um, uh, time limit as far as well in five minutes this should happen 10 minutes this should happen no that that's the word you don't do that what you're going to do is just look at the dogs now the next thing is is that when you think they're kind of relaxed uh, then the next thing to do is let them sniff noses but now make sure the collar and leashes harness whatever is loose if you have any restrict you know if it's tight that sends through the leash and that's can uh, that can uh, pick up leash aggression all right so that's why what you want to do is have the leashes loose and let them slip n- sniff noses and just say, oh, what a buddies, you're doing good, you're doing good. You be the cheerleaders there. And then just back off and then continue on your walk. And then periodic throughout the walk, let them touch noses and then continue on the walk. Now, that may be the first time that you, the dog is actually kind of sort of met. Then the next time when you come, then hopefully the next time they can they sniff noses. What gets most people into... Uh, problems with their dogs is that the the dogs linger in the hardware department, aka their private parts. Okay, in the hardware department too long, and that's what sets most dogs into motion. Whereas you're getting too personal, rough, 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 rough. Uh, so that's why what I you know it should just be a quick sniff, and then don't let them linger, and then just move on. Okay, come on, let's go. You want to keep it light, polite, and happy is what you got to do, and keep the leashes loose, and just be ready to give it a correction, not correction, but to back off quickly in case you, you see something about or but try not to panic try to keep your voice perky and happy come on you can do it let's go over here yay you yay you yay you so the and like i say every dog's personality warms up different so you just got to know them and then um eventually hopefully like i said then they can become play buddies but you gauge it to see how they're doing and and at any time two dogs are playing and it's starting to amp up folks you step in and you you're the you're the adult in the situation you're just like two two two-legged kids playing or a playground full of kids playing if you see somebody you know getting too rough, you know, and things are amping up, you know, in the mind you say, oh, somebody's going to get hurt. Well, somebody's probably going to. And that, so teach your dogs to play nice, whether it's dogs in the same pack in your same house or dogs that, you know, that come over and you go over their house and such like that. If they start amping it up, pull them off, put them on leashes. Just have them just settle down and just go, you know, continue your conversation or whatever type thing. A couple cocktails or whatever. And then uh, then try it again. Let You know, once they've settled down, then turn them loose and just see how it goes. And just, you know, give, ah, 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 play nice now. Play nice. Stay calm. Don't be screaming and yelling at the dog. Knock it out, bad dog. That's going to 
feed the fuel, right? So you go opposite the dog. Hey, 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 you be nice. And another neat thing is, too, is that if a dog lays down to tear his toy apart, don't let him tear his, but don't say, I hate when owners tell me, well, that toy lasted five minutes. Well, you allowed that. And so the thing is, is if they got a toy, then what you just do is this, hey, drop it, take it, hey, say, be nice, you know, be nice, and then give them back the toy. If they lay into it again, like they're going to shred it, ah, ah, ah. Drop it. Thank you. Try it one more time. Give it back to them. And if they if they are starting to be, then just take it away and move on. You know, teach your dogs to play to be nice, play nice and be nice. Just don't accept that's the way that dog is. All right. Okay. Who's up to bat? Okay. We have April on the line and she has a question about her dog. Okay. That um, has like skin issues. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's check it out. Yeah. All right. Hi, April. How you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog do you have? Um, he is a Chihuahua Terrier mix. Okay, how old? About, he's about nine. Okay. He um, weighs about 10 pounds, and he is a rescue. I think he was abused when we first got him. He had, like, really bad anxiety issues, and he still does, like, if he doesn't know you, he gets nervous. So I don't know if this skin issue is part of that. Oh, anything possible. Like, okay, a couple, qu- couple questions. Uh, let's address the, the skin issue first. Okay, uh, what are you feeding? Um, Vignature. Okay. Are you rotating? And, I'm sorry? Are yes, you, rotating. Uh-huh. Yes, yep, rotating proteins. Okay. Um. And I do feed them, I feed him a little bit of wet um, Nutrisource. Okay, okay. But mostly dry Zignature. Right. I, the vet thought he was allergic to chicken. We took the chicken out and that didn't help. Okay. I, I, I should say I have a cat too. He's not eating the cat food anymore. He used to. Right. But he's not doing that anymore. Okay. No chicken. We thought it was a chicken that didn't help. I took out the grain. That didn't help. I've been using medicated shampoo and hot spot spray. That tends to help a little with the itching, but he's completely bald on his underside and mostly on his flanks. Okay. He itches and chews okay. like crazy. All right. Uh, first of all, when, when dogs are having skin issues, you don't want to keep bathing them because then you take all the oils, you dry their coat out. All right. So you actually make them drier, just like with us. You know, if you take too many showers, when it's uh, okay, when we have. The- I was then putting coconut or oil on him as well. And oh, I didn't good. know if that was good. That, no, that's a good thing. No. That's a good thing. Where, where he's bald or whatever. Yeah, that will help out a lot. Okay. The exoversion coconut oil. But, okay, first of all, when the furnace goes on to when the furnace goes off, okay, our skin gets dry and so does the dogs. And so it's really important to bump up their omega-3s and 6s. You know, Avera, um, uh, fish oil, uh, plankton, um, bee pollen. Um, there's uh, 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 hemp oil. Okay, is to get some good sources of uh, omega-3s and 6s in there. 
and then bump it up for a while till you can start the itching coming, you know, coming down. All right. And then also, too, is and because to the when the furnace goes on to the furnace goes off, it, most dogs need it, you know, seven days a week. Uh, some dogs can get away with it for five days a week. But right now it sounds like you need seven days a week worth of omega threes and sixes. Right. And then you just add okay. it to add it to the food. Uh, whether you mix it with uh, canned pumpkin, plain yogurt, you know, if you're feeding to dry food to dry, you can't mix it in with that because it'll just fall through. So you just got to give it to him something how he can get it. All right, that's the main thing. And then um, I would try. Uh, now, is this the only dog you have? No, I have a 15 year old um, long haired Chihuahua as well. Okay. And how's his coat or skin doing? Um, she's great. Okay. She's okay. fine. Okay. Okay. My, this one is always, ever since we got him, had skin issues. Right. Okay. And see, I also would, uh, I, I would try to, to, because he's kind of broken, what I would do is I'd pull him off of all processed food and I would go to a freeze dried and a formulated, uh, 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 raw diet, you know, that you take it out of the, okay. the freezer. Yeah, and, I would. Yeah, I was thinking about, because I did uh, Dynavite, and I was looking at their raw recipe mm-hmm. and thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then, because uh, I use, for the formulated raw out of the freezer, I use either Raw Bistro, Tucker's are the two that I use. And then that freeze-dried, which is raw, but the water taken out of it. I use a, I also use Stella and Chewy's. And then I use, I just picked up some yesterday. What did I get? I got the raw bistro um, freeze-dried. And then I got the Stella and Chewy's freeze-dried and OC Raw uh, freeze-dried. So if you don't want to mess with something, you know, taking it out of the freezer, you know, you can, you know, do that instead. But then you know, what I would add to them is that I would add uh, probiotics. I would add digestive enzymes. And sometimes what can help is colostrum, okay? But the colostrum cannot be given as a powder. You cannot give it to it like in feed at the same time. It needs to be separate from uh, feeding times, all right? You can mix it with a little bit of uh, plain yogurt or something like that. But you don't want to give it to them at the feeding time. The colostrum really has helps out with the allergies if it should be allergies, you know, for the system. Because it's immunity building is what it is, all right? And if can you get, I- go ahead. Get that at Chuck and Don. Uh, the cl- online, I get the classroom online. You want the classroom that are organic, where the, this grass-fed grass-fed cows. All right, uh, this is what okay. you want. And I've got it, and I can picture the thing, but for the life of me, I can't think of the name of the classroom now. Uh, that, 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 but just look online there, and what you're looking for is like it's. I think it's something pure, if I'm not mistaken. And anyway, so it's grass-fed cattle, and it's organic. You know, type thing. So that's that's what uh, you want for the colostrum, and then, like I say, okay. uh, for the probiotic. Uh, if you did, you take any pro- probiotics? No. Okay, you can uh, you can go to vitalplanet.com. They have some. Okay, you can go to essentials or uh, uh, animalessentials.com. They have some, and they also okay. have, and then also like a whole food supplement would also help out your little guy. So what we got to do is build his immune system, is what it is. All right. Have you had him vet? Che- oh, you had a vet checked, so you you had a blood work done on just to make sure everything is done okay inside. Yep. Yep. Okay, and okay. they just can't figure out right. And so that's exactly what. You- what- yeah. And so I think a lot of it too is stress also. I think it's a combination because do we have to run here? Okay. Can you hold on so we can continue this discussion? Sure. I, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Okay. How many pounds of silly putty are produced each day? We'll be right back. 
Hey, hey, that would be me, Katie Canine. Thanks for listening and tuning in. Remember, all the shows here on my talk. Uh, 107 our podcast. So you can catch me anytime, wherever, wherever you are, any place in the whole world. Go to mytalk1071.com. Uh, go to the Katie K9 show page and you can see my website. You can go to my fake Katie fake K9 Facebook page and you can catch the podcast. And that's all the shows are podcasts. So we, you can take us wherever you go. How many pounds of silly putty are produced each day? 1,550 to million 500. That's pounds um, per day. 500. Okay. Nope. It's 1,500 pounds oh per day goodness. of silly putty. Wow. Yeah. I used to love that stuff. I used to bounce it all over. Then I'd lose it, you know? <laughs> that was a big thing back when I was in And then in the school. comics, you know, yeah. you, had, you had to pick, pick up the, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so now they like, they use silly putty for like, um, like they call them fidgets. So like in school, like silly putty is like, you're able can, you're able to hold onto it while you work. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I know. I did. It's not weird. Know that. Yeah, that is. I'm like, oh, back in school, like when we had it, it was considered a toy, yeah. and now it's like, here, have some silly putty, oh, yeah, and I'm like, a, what? Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, hey, what what is old is new again. I, right? Yeah. Finding different ways to <laughs> incorporate it into the exactly world. making it useful. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we got open lines. Give a holler. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. All right, we're back to April. Are you still hanging in there? Yep. All here. right. Okay. Now the thing is too is that stress does deal a lot with this. Now has how long has your pupper been itching and such and losing the hair? At least a couple months, a couple weeks. What? No, oh no, years. Oh uh, years. Okay. Ha- I've had him for five years. We okay. rescued him, okay. and he was like that when we first got him. Okay. Yeah. So I would go on to the probiotics, the digestive enzymes. I would go on the colostrum. Um, I would try hemp seed oil, uh, see how that, because that will oh. help. You could try plankton is another omega-3 and 6 uh, bu- builder, plankton. Okay, that's a new one. And then, um, so that's what we're trying to do is get them fixed from the inside. Okay, then also now the outside shows stress. So what you need to do is you need to build this dog's confidence. And and what and a lot of people, when they have shy dogs or dogs that are, you know, you know when somebody comes in the room, they're heading for the hills or they're barking, yeah. barking, barking, trying to, you know, bark them away. You know, they just, uh, they try to bring them to like doggy play groups or dog parks. That's the worst thing you can do. And so by building how it takes to build a dog's uh, confidence is baby steps. Now, my Ethel, who's a, a three pounder, when I got her, now it took me two years to bring her out of her shell. Two years. And so the thing, if she got startled, and because she was such a little peanut, she could hide in the darndest places and you could not find her. Okay. And because she was so scared, she wouldn't come out. I had to literally sit in the middle of the living room and, and, and with uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken that I just nuked, that smell would bring her out. Then all of a sudden I'd see her nose. And so it's like, aha. Now I found another one of her hiding places. <laughs> but anyway, and so the thing is, is that like when people come over, put the pupper on a leash and just tell everybody to ignore the dog. Don't look at him. Don't approach him in no way. Okay. Just ignore okay. the dog. And nobody ever, ever goes towards that dog. All right. So that he can learn that when he sees people, they don't come straight for him. Yeah. I he, have a little kids in my neighborhood and they always try to come and pet him and he gets so 
scared and yes, nervous. You bet. And so that's why you just you've got to guard this pupper's space, all right? And so kids are a nervous uh, a dog that lacks confidence really unnerves uh, by kids because kids are loud. They're they're they, they look like they're going to go right and they go left and the hands are flying and they're you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so it just sends them over the edge. So anytime the kids are around, you know, then he is either in his kennel or you know what I mean. Get him out of the stressful situation. Don't make him deal with it. Now when people come over, let's say I'm coming over for the evening, so you're going to have him on a leash. I'm going to totally ignore him. Maybe we'll play some Monopoly or you know something. And so then once uh-huh. you can see that he is okay, he's like maybe 15, 20 minutes. He's used to my voice and my smell. Then you just put him down. Okay, and then just same here. I'm just totally ignore him. I don't even know he's in the room. All right. Now, what he's going to start barking is if I get up to go to the bathroom or something, then he's going to, you know, react because he's worried that, oh, am I going to, am I going to go into his face and space? Right. So mm-hmm. then you should just tell yeah. people if you're ready to get up, just let me know and you call the pupper over, you know, pick him up. Okay. Now the person can get up and, and go and go do their thing. And so the whole thing is his, if he can realize he can be around all these people without them getting into his face and space, he's not going to be as reactive and he's going to start being not as spooky as quick. All right. Or is nervous. Sure. All right. And yeah. so that's, that's the mm-hmm. whole thing is that people, he, you got to allow him to warm up. Don't let people go to him. And so like, that's what's Ethel. Now, Elthie, what now, now is yours. Is he a snarky? If he gets scared, like, let's say I'm sitting there and you would put him in my lap. Would he be content to sit there or would he like snap at me? Like, mm-hmm. get up, get out of here. No, he would not. He would run away. Okay. Okay. And like, he'll go to a spot. He'll go to a spot in my house. And if the kids are there. One time, the, I keep telling them, you know, don't approach him if I'm not around and he's scared of you. And But if they try to pet him when I'm not around, he snaps yeah. at them. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Because he's terrified. <laughs> Literally terrified. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why yeah. the, the, your mission is that if you're not around, that dog should be in a kennel in a separate room or something. That no, okay. you know, he's out of okay. sight, out of everybody's mind, okay? So that okay. he's not put into these traumatic situations that literally he he gets so stressed yeah. out that, you he know. Gets- so red and shaking. Yep. Yep. Okay. So now let's say I've been over there for like, you know, half hour or so. So then what you can do now is that uh, you could take a pick him up and put him in my lap. Okay. Now I'm not to look down at him. I'm just to keep looking at you or whatever and just pet him. You know, and the goal here is that, you know, maybe I'll pet him for him hopefully until, uh, you know, that he's quit shaking. Okay. And Mm -hmm. then, um, then, I give him back to you or you come take him from me. All right. Cause with my Ethel, cause Ethel wasn't snarky. Okay. She was just literally scared. And so what I just did is I, I put her into somebody's arms. I said, okay, pet her until she quits shaking. <laughs> then I pass her on to the next one, pet her until she quits shaking. But now remind you, remember these people are not going to her, right? So she's not put on the right. defense. I am just putting her in their lap. All right. Um, oh, yeah. That, that's a different, you know, how the dog perceives it. Yes. And then also people do not put their face into that dog, your dog's face. Don't have them get up in the face. Oh, aren't you just a cutie? No, they're just to sit straight and just pet the dog. OK, and <clears throat> look sideways at the dog, not directly at the dog. That's going to freak the dog out. A side profile is a calming signal to a dog. So if I, the dog is sitting in my lap and I'm looking to my right, I can still see the dog in the corner of my eye. But when the dog looks up, he sees my side profile, and now he's not put on. Because if he looks up and sees my face glaring at him directly, <coughs> that's going to put him on the defense, okay? okay? So a side profile is a calming signal. And so then, then, like I say, I keep patting him until hopefully he's not shaking as bad, all right? And then 
then you can either I put them down easily on the ground or you, uh, you know, take them from me. And so, the, but the thing is, these people are not to go to him. You are putting him in their lap. All right. As long as they're not okay. snarky, you know, there are some dogs that get, you know, they, that will start biting. Then you can't do that. Okay. But like my Ethel was not snarky. She was just literally scared. And so that's why right. I, and so then every time people came over, I just, okay, it's your turn to hold the dog. And so, and then what yeah. happened is she quit shaking quicker and quicker and quicker. All right. She didn't shake for as long. And like I said, nobody got into, nobody kissed her in the face. I said, don't look at her. <laughs> just <Yeah>. pat her. <laughs> and so then, so she didn't feel. Like they were out to get her. And so then like it, it, over time, then she'd shake less and less, you know, for less. And then pretty soon she was, and then pretty soon like uh, she'd be sitting in the living room and watching the people in the kitchen. At least she wasn't hiding. All right. She was sitting mm-hmm. watching. And so then eventually she got, you know, uh, uh, braver and braver, but she kind of followed Gilligan's footsteps. You know, Gilligan's Mr. Congeniality. <laughs> and so then pretty soon she would follow him and like, and, but she's all dipped and ready to run in case anybody would go for her, you know, but at least she was being, you know, her ego was getting better and better and her, her confidence Well, she'd follow Gilligan, which is great. But the thing is, is leave her be, you know, and let her figure it out, you know, pet Gilligan and everything. Yep, 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 yep. And so then now, you know, uh, how long have I had her now i think i've had her seven years and uh it's it's only been the last two years when somebody comes to the door she's flying through the house meeting people at the door and she's like (laughs) and she's standing up like hi 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 you know but it took a long time to get there (laughs) because i had to build her confidence and that's what you've got to do is you got to you got to protect her face and space especially with kids because they're obnoxious they're loud they're they're quirky and that really scares the, the 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 little dogs and so that's why if you're not going to be around that dog is either in a kennel in another room uh, if you have to do put a hook at the top of the door so the kids can't open you know the door without you because <laughs> so yeah. that, that's the whole thing and then eventually she'll be able to get more tolerance and more confidence and then she won't be such a you know a rattle trap and but i think a lot of it is the stress factor i think it's all things i think you know her, to- her system is in the toilet and i just think the stress doesn't help matter okay yeah. okay okay great. so you got some work to do so the big thing I is do. build this dog's confidence. And another thing is just uh, teach it, go off to a quiet spot and teach the dog some tricks. Uh, get the 101 dog tricks by Sundance or 10 minute dog training games by Sundance. And so, and then don't feed her. And so what you're, what you're going to use for the tricks is going to be her, her dinner. You know, maybe some pieces of that, uh, the raw or some little pieces of the uh, freeze dried, you know what I mean? And let her earn that stuff. And so that, but now she, now you're building her confidence by doing things for you, you know, like sit pretty, roll over, or just even something as simple as shake, you know, just get her to start using her mind so she doesn't take her mind and just focus on how, you know, how worried she is about everything. Mm-hmm. Put more input into her head and then you're going to find her start mm-hmm. building that confidence. All right. Okay. Okay. An obedience class would help too. Once you get to a certain level, is to get into an obedience class, but not right now. You you got some work to do first. Okay. Yeah, I yeah I, I've thought about bringing him to a class, but he's just so nervous. Yeah. He can't. He just no. He's got to want to be around. Right. You got because you just got to go backwards, and so that's why he's he's going to be there in 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 body, but his brain ain't. It's in the car going yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, if you got other questions, just give me a yeah, give me a call up at Katie's K nine. But your mission here is to build that confidence. Get him on you know some supplements. I would change the diet off of all processed food, and then get the omega threes and sixes in there. Okay. All right, great. Thank okay, you. Okay, Gato, take care. Bye-bye. All right, trivia. 
All right. But the smell of which old-time favorite is among the 20 most recognizable scents to adults? <laughs> okay. Mr. Sketch scent markers, Bic Ink, Play-Doh, or Crayola Crayons, which is the all-time 20 most recognizable scent to adults. Be back. All righty then. Thank you for spending your afternoon. Sunday afternoon is dark outside again. Oh, I'll get used to this one day or another. But when when I leave work and it's light out, that would be spring. We got to get to winter first. That's okay. I will. Ne- you will never see this body going south for the winter. Yeah. I will always stay here. That's always, great. Always. I love it. Yep. Nope. I love okay. It. The smell of which old time favorite is amongst the, the mo- among the most twenty most recognizable scent to adults? Mister Mister Sketch scent markers, Bic Ink. Play-Doh or Crayola crayons? So I'm debating between two. All right. The two are Play-Doh and the sketch markers okay. because I would definitely know the sketch markers in a heartbeat because mm-hmm. um, I hate the black li- licorice one. Like, ugh, that oh, make me I want to... I always threw away the black marker because really? I didn't like the yeah I did oh not like my. the smell of it. Okay. It could have been brand new and I would have wow. thrown it away because wow. I hated it. Um, but I might go with play doh. You gonna go with play doh? Yeah. Uh, oh dang it! It's Crayola crayons. Crayola crayons. Yep. They don't really smell. But it says among the like, twenty most recognizable. So I'm sure all of the big ink though I I don't recognize as a smell for big ink. No. But anyway, Play-Doh, Crayons, and Mr. Sketch, all three of them, they probably be are up. But is that? It's, but the Crayola crayons are the most recognized. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I don't think of cray crayons as having a scent. Oh yeah, no. When you open a new box of crayons, ah. Uh, no, I don't. Nice. I don't. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. No, I color a lot. So <laughs> I like colors. Very when I, yeah, I was going to say. And when I'm really upset, you don't stress, stay in the lines. Yeah. <laughs> De-stress. Yeah, there you go. Color by number. There we go. Okay, let's hit the phone line. Sounds good. We're going to go to Brianna. And Brianna has a question about her dog that has excessive gas and bloating. Oh, okay. Hi, Brianna. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? I've got a yellow lab. He's 10 months. 10 months. Okay. What food are you feeding? From the large breed puppy food. Okay. Let's get him off of that. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep, definitely. I uh, see. You know, the, most of the puppy foods it says you know feed it for a year to two years. Truth be told, yeah. most of your puppy food, if you go with the better brands out there, that if you compare like their large breed puppy to Fromm's regular adult recipe, the difference is so slight for the protein levels and everything that there is no difference. Okay, and so and then puppy food is costs a heck of a lot more than regular food. All right, so that's why if you're yeah. if you're with a good brand, now what is my guess? This is a base of chicken, right? Yep. Yep. We got to get him off the chicken. There might be a problem with that. Okay. Now, okay. is he on any? Is he on any supplements or anything? No. Okay. And then, does he have access to the cat dish? Nope. Good. All right. And then, now, are you feeding the food just uh, dry? Free? Do you have set feeding times, or are are leave food out all the time? I would feed him two times a day. Good. Good. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Oh. Okay, I would first of all, I would get them off the chicken. When you're having gas and things like that, uh, th- that tells you that it's the food, all right? So what you're going to do, uh, excess farting <laughs> or flatulence or yep. fluffing <laughs> is definitely the food. So two th- a couple things. Number one, once again, this is like a, a broken record. You need to get him on some probiotics. His gut system is off. And then some uh, digestive enzymes. 
All right. And then I would change this food because it's a chicken base. I would go over to Nutrisource. Okay. That's the one made in Perm, Minnesota. And they have mm-hmm. a beef and rice. I would try the beef and rice. And then I would try like the lamb and rice also. And you're going to okay. rotate it in. All right. And you're going to rotate it in and like go a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old. And then mm-hmm. now I would not feed this food dry. What I would do is put whatever you're feeding in a bowl. Put hot tap water on it until everything floats really nice. Put it aside. Do not feed it until all the water is absorbed into the food. And you fluffed it with a fork and all the food is kind of on the soft side. Now you're mm-hmm. going to add your supplements and flip that in. And now feed it. Because he might also have in trouble to breaking down that hard nugget. And so now by putting the hot water on it, that rehydrates it faster. And now he can mm-hmm. absorb and extract more of the nourishment quicker. And his stomach hopefully would be, you'll be okay. All right. And so, okay. and, um, and also too, uh, you know, a dog, when they eat the dry food, they don't chew it. They slam it. All right. And then they go over and drink. That's like drinking a, or eating a box of saltine crackers. Then they got to go over and drink a buttload of water to compensate for all that dry matter. And that hits the mm-hmm. stomach. And a lot of dogs have a hard time digesting that. And so by adding the water to it, you know, the hot water, cause it rehydrates faster. And wait until yep. it's all gone and that the food is soft. Then now you just took a lot of stress off the gastro system because now they don't have to break it down. Okay. They can extrude more of it from it. And some dogs okay. have a harder time than other, but I would definitely get them off the chicken. And like I say, the, the Nutrisource line has a, a beef and, uh, beef and rice. They have a lamb and rice. I, I would stay away from chicken for at least six months. All right. And then you can maybe okay. add it in, but you want, you want at least three or four different proteins. And see, with my big dog, I would do a, like a beef and, uh, beef and rice, you know, from Nutrisource. And then I do like the Pure Vita, which is another, uh, Nutrisource product, a uh, grain free turkey. And then I come back to the lamb and rice. And then I would go to maybe venison, you know, because every other bag was grain free. Is this the only dog you said? Did you only have the one dog? Yep. Okay. So buy smaller bags so that okay. you go through quicker. I would start out with, you know, like, cause whatever you buy should be fed within two weeks, no more than three weeks. Cause then it oh, starts okay. getting rancid and you don't real, now you're giving your dog food that is bad and you don't realize it. And so the dog's digestive system starts hitting the toilet. All right. Okay. And so that's why yep. then, so now earlier, I think you heard me say you can go to like, uh, uh, vitalplanet.com you can go to um, animalessentials.com you can go to gardenoflife.com um, and those have got really good supplements that you can uh, get like your digestive enzymes you know your probiotics uh, okay. your whole food supplements you can get them all from there and then all with your subject with your with your uh, probiotics, all that supplements. Don't start out with what they tell you to feed it. Start out and over a week get to where you're supposed to be. All right, you know, baby step. The dog's doodos will tell you that you're going too fast with rotating uh, rotation. Is that if they start getting a little bit, you know, loose, it's saying that yep. the, you know the digestive system is having a hard time making the transition. So slow down. All right, because if you go too fast, then you can have you know literally you know. Cow pies. <laughs> so just take mm-hmm. your time, all right? And so then one okay. and then and any time once they've had the food and it comes back into rotation, you just open the bag and feed it. It's only if they've never had it that you rotate it in. A quarter of the new to three quarters of the old for two, three days, and then fifty fifty for two, three days. Like I say though, every dog some dogs have touchier stomachs, so maybe you gotta do it four or five days. 
you know. So you just kind of watch the doo-doos and then take the time, and pretty soon all all will be right. But by rehydrating it and getting it off uh, off that off all the chicken, and uh, that I think you'll see, you know, and, and gas and all that comes from that the the stomach is not digesting well. And most mm-hmm. dogs are chickenized, just like with cats. Everything's got chicken in because it's cheap. And so what yeah. happens is that then some dogs just can't take it over time. They need more of a rotation. Remember, okay. dogs are put on this earth to be scavengers, to eat everything and anything. And luckily, yeah. we bring them in the house and we feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day. And we wonder uh-huh. why. It's not because everybody thinks, well, oh, I get bored of my food, too. Well, they don't taste like we do. They only have 900 taste buds in their mouth. We have 9,000, all right? So they don't taste the food. They go according to smellability. They sniff it and then go. But where the problem is that because they were put on earth to be the scavengers to eat everything, and now they're eating the exact same thing all the time, that's what messes up their digestive system. So that's mm-hmm. and, and, and your vets will say, oh, no, don't rotate. You know what I mean? Like, no, every dog needs a rotation to get those uh-huh. good enzymes in there is what it is, okay? Because remember, okay. vets are really good with always and diseases, but nutrition, most of them have no idea. They just, what that, what uh-huh. a big dog food company taught them in vet school, and they really haven't looked into it. So, okay. So, Does that make um, sense? So we, yeah. So we've been off of, because I've been in and out in the vet, to the vet with um, Crosby, and we've been off of the from for like a week and a half because uh-huh. she's, she's convinced there's a partial blockage, but he, is totally his normal self, except for when he bloats right after eating. Okay. So what, what do you suggest with getting the new food? Should I just start it right away or bring the frown back into it? Okay, no, I wouldn't. Why don't you hold on to that thought, okay? And then we'll talk about it when we cut after the top of the break, okay? So hold on, all right? Okay. Okay, two Barbies are sold every somewhere in the, in the world, every week, day, second, or hour. 